Hello, Olentangy. This is Krista Davis, Olentangy's Chief Communications Officer. And today we are proud to welcome Olentangy students and staff onto our podcast to feature their impressive work and share their stories. On this episode, we are joined by members of Olentangy's Ozone Robotics team as they share about what it's like to compete with a robot and their success last season. Hello, my name is Drew Bachman and I'm a math teacher at Orange High School. I'm also the faculty advisor for the Ozone Robotics team and uh, I brought three fine young men today uh, to help me tell you all about our Ozone Robotics team. I'm Thomas Peterson and I'm a junior at Olentangy Berlin High School and I've programmed since eighth grade, joined the robotics team freshman year and I'm a programming team lead. Hi, I'm Rishi, and I'm a junior at Olentangy High School. I've been programming since sixth grade, and I joined the robotics team my freshman year, and I'm also a programming uh, lead. I'm Caleb. I'm a senior at Orange High School. I've been doing 3D design since my middle school years, but I got into CAD formally uh, with my attendance at the STEM Academy. Um, and I joined Ozone my sophomore year as a design captain. Do the quick math. We've all actually been part of the team for three years. Yeah, will you guys just share with me a little bit about who, who can get involved in this robotics team we've got? Robotics is for anybody at all. Like You don't have to have any prior experience. We will teach you programming, CAD, engineering, all kinds of cool stuff. It's really for like anybody interested in STEM or even arts and design as Caleb has experience with. And you don't need to be in high school to start robotics. You can even start as low as elementary schoolers in the Lego Robotics League. And you can also join in middle school where they will do uh, part of a program called FTC. Lots of people, when I tell them about robotics, get really turned off by the idea because they immediately think of engineering and the hard computer stuff. But in reality, there's really something for everybody on this team. We even have a dedicated business team um, where we raise sponsorships, contact corporate sponsors, really get out in the community and try to make a difference. What do we do? Let's let's let the tell the listener like what's the goal? What are we what are we making this? So each year, first community comes up with a new challenge. Last year, for example, started off with. Um, um, picking up balls from the ground and shooting them into a central hub. Each shot uh, netted you a certain number of points. And at the end of each match, you could go up and climb monkey bars. And wherever you landed on which rung will net you a different amount of points. The ones with the most points won the match. It's kind of like a sport in many ways. And uh, the event we participated in FRC, it's like I said, with the each game. And we have to go through a build season to design our robot first to make sure that it can excel in the challenge that year then it goes to build where we actually build that robot and wire it up and then it goes to code where uh, we code the robot and then it finally goes into the competition where the drive team takes over and drives the robot during each match one of the awesome things about what we do in robotics is we get to put into practice what we learn in the classroom in a computer science class for example you might see like numbers print to the console or something but that's a huge difference from seeing a robot move across the field scoring points and winning matches just doing amazing things 
Going off of Thomas's analogy of printing things to a console, you would have to do that in a robotics competition as if there's any errors that pop up in the robot, you want to immediately see them and you have to apply that knowledge into robotics. Like Mr. Bachman said, lots of kids aren't even challenged in like an AP computer science class. And um, robotics really provides that challenge for kids to often for the first time have that stand up and cheer moment, like you said. So Thomas, you mentioned uh, that you get to apply a lot of skills you learn in class into the in the robotics program, which is awesome to, to get that chance. But I also know you guys learn a lot of skills outside of the classroom that, you know, for robotics. So uh, there are a few ways. Uh, we have awesome mentors that are professionals within the field, like engineers, computer scientists, uh, software developers, all kinds of amazing people that help guide us through our learning. But a lot of it is also self-taught. Robotics gives us the freedom to explore some of our interests and kind of learn on our own and have our own educational journey through robotics. Great season last year. We know we, we had some success. What What is your, let's go pre-world championships. What was your favorite part? Like favorite thing, moment, something that happened last season? So I guess I'll start it off. Um, some of my favorite uh, activities are stuff that we did before regionals. So part of the competition last year was climbing these monkey bars. And so that means we had to set up these monkey bars at our own place and we had to make sure the robot could climb these monkey bars. I remember the first time we tried this out, we hooked up the robot to ropes. We had multiple people standing on guard, making sure the robot doesn't fall and just having the robot go slowly by step by step and climbing it until it reached the last rung. And just to see that robot, 200 pounds of metal, just climbing monkey bars like a child would, was really fun to watch. I think one of my favorite experiences within robotics before the competition was uh, right before the Buckeye Regional Competition that we went to, we did have to do a little bit of crunch, getting things done, rushing to get everything ready. And we were staying a little bit late working in the shop. Uh, I think we got a pizza at one point, mm -hmm. but it was just really fun to hang out with everybody and work on the robot and just see it doing amazing things like Rishi said. Yeah, shout out to Thomas's mom for that late night pizza. I, Any late night stay was a real core memory for me. Even like at the Buckeye Regional, the design team and I would stay up just pressing buttons. I should also mention a large part of uh, First Robotics culture is handing out um, self-made buttons with the team's logo or some kind of message on it. And it's kind of a souvenir that the teams get from you. Yeah, we would have nights at regionals, like sometimes we'd have a hard day or something, but we would be up in the hotel room until like 1 a.m. or something, coding the robot, just doing all kinds of fun stuff. It's hard work, but it was a great time. Like we look back on it and just an amazing experience that we're all glad to have been a part of. Just like football, um, we actually go back and rewatch all of our matches. A little unlike football, we have the ability to look back at our sensors and other kind of data that would help us track the uh, track of a robot. And uh, we would do all sorts of analysis on it, just like a coach would on their football film. Last year, we had a, a great season and we did have success at that, that Buckeye Regional, but yeah, share with us a little more about what that means. What does a regional look like? So a regional is a uh, 
FRC district, basically. Ours was held in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and we had teams from all across several states, actually. We had some from the greater part of New York, teams from Pittsburgh, and they all just come together and compete in matches against each other. Starts off with practice matches, then we get into real matches where you earn points and win those matches, and if um, you can advance, and the way to advance is either being part of the top eight ranked teams are being picked by these top eight teams because each match has a competition of two teams. One team is called an alliance and uh, it's made out of three actual robotics teams and they face off against another alliance which is composite of another three robotics teams. And so to advance you must be part of these top eight alliances. And uh, personally for us we were part of a really strong alliance the rank one alliance actually and we actually went on a undefeated streak to win regionals. So that's one of the really neat things I think about this first competition is that you're never alone when you're competing, right? You're always with other other robots. Uh, they call it cooperation, right? So I don't know, what does that what does that mean to you? Um, one thing to make note of is that your ally one game can be your enemy, quote unquote, the next. And um, cooperation, it's the ability to really cooperate and have that really friendly competitive environment that first tries to foster while also trying to maintain the excitement and the energy of the game do you think that competition like takes your effort to the next level pushes you uh yeah for sure uh going into the competition is very overwhelming it's this huge stadium tons of people in the stands there's music playing robots everywhere all kinds of like Nerds, robotics people, all sorts of people, not just nerds. Mascots too. <laughs> but we use that mascots. term endearingly. We're all nerds. We're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These uh-huh. people at competition are people who are just like you, who love uh, robots just as much as you do. Knowing that it's like a, a barrier is broken, we it's it feels like you can talk to anyone, and they're everyone is always excited to talk to each other. Um, they're always willing to share. Um, and that's a really good thing about uh, first robotics. Yeah, it's like we said before, it's really like a sport. So Thomas, you, you mentioned the competition. You were actually one of our, um, on our drive team. We have a part of the competition is where the robot drives itself. And then the, the second half of the competition, the robot needs to be driven by a team. Was that was that stressful for you? What was that experience like being down on the floor? We're all up in the stands. Yeah, it was an amazing experience, really super stressful, but also a great one to have. Before the match, we would line up the robots behind a line, like right by the field and what was called the queue. And sitting in that queue with my teammates, trying to like figure out what we're gonna do in the match with our Alliance members. Uh, I personally was a media person, so I would I would be on the field, but I wouldn't be part of the drive team. And uh, I would con- constantly have to run back and forth to our pit in case there was uh, we were missing a cable, we were missing a battery or something like that. It was very stressful, but at the same time, it was a lot of fun, and uh, looking back at it, it was amazing. And you were also surrounded by your teammates at, during that match. So you had two other teammates during that match, and there was a lot of strategy going on in that queue too, because you n- knew who your opponents were, and you knew um, based on the previous matches, you knew where their strengths were, you know where your strengths are, and it's a really a game of strategy. You have to really plan out where, uh, where and how you're gonna play this match. What? the cool things about the environment of these competitions is you could just go up to another team's booth ask them about the robot like how ask them how their code works how their 
specific mechanism works, but there's just this environment of cooperation, even though it's this huge competition. Like we borrowed batteries from other teams and parts and we lended tools and even students to help out other teams during the competition. Yeah, you mentioned that we had a a good success at that competition. So then that that takes us to Worlds, Uh, the World Championship, which was in Houston, Texas, an awesome experience. What was was your favorite part about that Worlds experience? Uh, I think my favorite part was walking in there and there are these huge stands with filled with like thousands and thousands of people probably like i don't know tens of thousands of people Thirty thousand, i think was oh what they, 35 yeah. yeah it was crazy Something it was this like huge room pillars everywhere there were like 500 teams there i think yeah and it was like some of the best teams in the world from like israel turkey like all australia all over the world and it was amazing because we could just go up and talk to them ask them about their stuff and it was just an amazing experience. And and there's this one team from League City, Texas. Uh, they work out of a NASA facility, and I actually got to meet them for the first time, and they were super nice. Um, and of course, because we're at the World Championship, this is the best of the best. Um, everyone's excited to talk to you, because if you got here, then you deserve to be here. And it's really crazy to think that we actually got there, and we are amongst some of the greatest teams on the globe. And, and just speaking with them, all the innovative and beautiful designs that these high school students Nada remind you have created it it's truly inspirational um but the thing about first it's that it's not always about robots i mean one of the most prestigious awards uh that first gives out the impact award is given to teams that have made a lasting impact on their community and one of the ways to qualify for the world championships is winning this award um i've seen teams bring in um young women from eastern asia to their facilities to teach them about uh, the wonders of stem education that otherwise would not have gotten their solutions to the climate crisis to problems in their own community it's honestly very inspiring uh hearing what these teams have done and also, just how well teams operate as a business. Our uh, program is just coming up on our 10-year anniversary. We started in 2013. So where do you hope that this program goes in the next 10 years? Where do you want to see it if you guys come back 10 years? I'll start it off. I want to see us go back to Worlds, obviously. It was such a uh, learning uh, learning opportunity for us. I want to see us go to the Einstein Field, which is basically the playoffs for Worlds. Hopefully in 10 years, I think we'll win Worlds at some point. And I want to really see that. But I, I also want to see a huge uh, presence in our community. Like these teams that at Worlds already have done, I want to see us um, establish a, a STEM trailer or something thing where we can really expand our influence in the community. And I feel like at that rate, our team will be growing way too fast to really stay where we are. We are currently at Orange High School, uh, and that's where you, you'll see our five by three foot banner uh, in which we won the Buckeye Re- Regional. Um, really, a more central location would be cool too. There have been talks about moving to somewhere else. Obviously, that is many years out. There are multiple programs that require space. Seeing somewhere where the whole district can really unite uh, would really be nice to see too. So if a student's listening and there are their parents are and they, they want to get involved in the program, what should a student do to, to get involved with our team? There's a couple ways. We have a website, ontgfrc.org, where you, you can follow along. There is a join us button. And there's also, we have an Instagram, uh, ontgfrc. I would also like everybody to know that we are so much more than a robotics team. We're more of like a team that does robots, given how much we do to um, mold the future engineers, artists, and business people of the future. If you're interested in STEM, math, engineering, we'd love to have you. But even beyond that, if you're a, a designer, a artist, a business person, like 
you know, like I said, we deal with a lot of money, so we, we'd love to have you out. And it doesn't have to be just the high school level. We, we have Lego teams that are starting across the district and a middle school team that we're getting going. And um, yeah, we'd love to have you. Uh, what about other folks who just, you know, maybe want to follow our, our success and our, our, our story throughout the season? Of course, you can look at our Instagram, but we have an uh, upcoming competition on October 23rd at Kilbourne High School. Uh, we also have our competitions in uh, 2023, which is the Miami Valley and Buckeye Regionals. Those can be found on the FRC uh, web, uh, website or, or our website, and you can always follow along on our Instagram. Super excited for this season. I don't know about you guys, but I can't wait till early January when we find out what this new competition is going to be. So it's going to be a journey. Looking forward to doing it with you guys. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you to our listeners for your support of our district. And thank you to Mr. Bachman and the Ozone Robotics students for joining us. We will continue to release a new Hello Olentangy podcast episode each month during the school year. So until we say hello again, goodbye Olentangy.